Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ooh, what's up, beautiful people? It is your baby mama, favorite baby mama, Stormy P. And this is another episode of Chocolate Chip and Sip, the modern day female perspective. Damn, son, back at it again. And we are back at it again at Studio 7, y'all. My co-host is in the building, Seven, the dog. Uh, you might hear him panting in the background per usual, but, you know, it, this, is, this is his house. I can't come in his house and start doing stuff. Shy be trying to kick him out, and I'm like, bro, this is his house. He can get comfortable in his house, all right? Um, listen, I got a lot to tell y'all, all right? First, first and most important, um, this episode is probably going to drop tonight. So Atlanta... I know we said we sold out, but see what had happened was y'all was on the back of my neck, like Pam BDBs talking about, I ain't getting my tickets. I ain't getting my tickets. Okay. So we added more tickets, but we only added a limited amount of tickets. All right. I think the last time I looked, it was like 12 left. So I don't know how many is open right now. Um, but get your tickets now. Click the link in my bio or go to stormyp.com open bar, uh, light refreshments. You get a meet and greet with me, Stormy P. If you were in the Atlanta area today when this drops, June 23rd, pull up and come see me, okay? I can't wait to see you guys, and it's going to be a vibe. Now, Atlanta's this Friday, but y'all know New York is going to be crazy. New York, August 6th. The only thing better than one podcast is two, Chocolate Chip and Sip and Eat Your Heart Out podcast. We coming to you, baby, and I can't wait. It is going to be a vibe, all right? All the craziness that you love from both podcasts, all the bomb-ass conversations that you love from podcasts, and these two pretty brown girls in one place, yeah, you need to get your tickets right now. Click the link in my bio or go to stormyp.com and secure your tickets now. Don't wait to the last minute because City Winery, they, they not adding no more tickets. City Winery is not adding no more tickets, okay? August 6th, New York, Get your tickets right now. The Sip Your Heart Out tour is going to be crazy, all right? Um, so now the business is out of the way. Um, y'all know last, last, last. Can I, can I, can I please? Can I get there? Can I get there? Thank you. Thank you. And Shy, if you're going to keep talking, you need to grab a mic. <laughs> because last episode, you was whispering in the background the whole episode. Just get a mic. We're going to get him a mic. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get him a mic. Um, my birthday was last week, y'all. And first, I want to say from the bottom of my pussy, thank y'all so much. Y'all were so kind to me. Like, I put, like, it's my birthday, drop a cash app, buy me a shot, send me $5. 
almost no one sent me $5. Like, I am so thankful for y'all. Like, I brought, I'm going to buy me a camera. That's how I'm going to do with it. I'm going to buy me a new camera. So thank y'all. I appreciate it so much. Um, And, yeah, I was around so much love. And everything was so unexpected, but everything was such a vibe. I have, like, no complaints. But because I was in such a good space, it really gave me time to sit back and reflect about the journey that I've been on. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And where I want to start is I feel like our generation especially, we talk a lot about mental health and, and healing. Those, those are the big, big, big hot shit that we love to talk about right now. My generation especially, we love to talk about mental health and healing, but what we don't talk about is the journey that happens afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, Shy, you scared me. I ain't know what you was talking about. <laughs> Shy was sitting here doing this. I'm like, damn. His titties itching. Like what? Is my titties itching? Like what is this? <laughs> if if you're not watching on if you're not watching on YouTube, you probably don't get what's happening right now. But okay, yeah. So we don't talk about the journey that takes place once you've begun to heal. Knowing your worth is boring as fuck. I want my gut stirred. Like that is the hardest part. <laughs> That is the hardest part of healing. They don't write that in them some college books, okay? I feel like when you're talking to your therapist and you're getting your layout of your plan and how things are going to go and what steps you're going to take on your journey, ask what to do when you want your gut stirred. But you can't get it because you know your worth. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And I think it's, it, it, it's really hard because... Once you figured out what your triggers are and once you figured out how to acknowledge other people and what their triggers are, all of a sudden you're able to pinpoint the bullshit that's coming towards you. Now you're ducking it. You're ducking it, right? But your pussy be thumping it. It be thumping it. Where's the balance, okay? Where is the balance? I am going to write a report for uh, American Psychology today. I don't know if that's a real thing. If it isn't, we're going to make it one. <laughs> I'm going to write a research study or I'm going to write some type of dissertation. I am going to publish a column talking about getting your gut stirred once you know your worth. Knowing your worth is boring. I want my gut stirred. <laughs> that's it and that's all. That, that, that's all I have to say about that. Um, morning from Australia, Dank Ginger Ninja. Crazy name, but I absolutely love it. I'm not going to lie. Fire. Fire handle, okay? Dank Ginger Ninja. That's crazy. I, I love that handle. Oh, I can't see. His his picture is too far away. I can't see if he's black. Are you black, friend? Just just, just type it. Let me know. <laughs> uh, but good morning. That's crazy. It's nighttime over here. Good morning. Um... And yeah, my bad. Just a bunch of, just a bunch of laughing emojis and stuff like that. But um, not the egg scramble. Yes, I want my eggs scrambled. Okay, these yolks cracked. Okay, I want it all. 
I want to bust it wide open like a hamburger bun on a 4th of July. Okay? That's what I want. But no. Look at me. Knowing what's good for me and not. Look at me. Knowing my worth and shit. Like, nah, who the fuck do I think I am, honestly? It's hard. It's hard. And I think it's, it's, it's really hard because things that I like sexually have begun to expose and expel and pop up in my everyday life. Not the most healthy thing in the world. It's not. And I know it's not. But it's a safe space. I'm going to tell y'all any fucking way. Um, I haven't had consistent sex in so long that my praise kink has begun to show up in my everyday life. So a few weeks ago, I got a root canal. And the whole time I'm getting the root canal, the dentist is like, oh, you're doing such a good job. You're such a good girl. You're a good patient. Now, now, all right, y'all, I'm be real. I'm be real, okay? <laughs> he might not have been saying it like that, but he was saying those words. Like, the infliction might be a little different, but he was saying those words. He's like, oh, you're such a good girl. You're doing such a good job. You're, you're a great patient. In my mind, splash waterfalls. I'm going to get up and I, it's going to be a pussy puddle in this chair right now. I know that. I know that. I know that. Get the mop. Get the mop, okay? And, y'all, <sighs> the root canal is over. And I'm getting up. And he takes, like, the little, the little bib thing. And he wipes the corners of my mouth. He said, oh, you got some white stuff on your mouth. We don't, we don't need you walking around like that. Y'all. 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 <laughs> your girl is struggling. I'm struggling. Do you hear me? This is me pleading, okay? Your girl. I'm struggling. I was struggling so bad. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I know when I got up, it looked like I peed on myself. Like, I was moist. I was very moist. I was very moist. And I'm not ashamed to say it. I was very, very, very moist when I got out that dentist chair. <sighs> got to do better. <laughs> I got to do better. It's, it's, I have nothing else to say other than I got to do better. The Lord's still working on me. <sighs> Listen, I'm not going to hold you. I ain't had no embarrassing shit like that happen to me in a minute. It's crazy because, like, after, like, the second or the third, oh, you're such a good girl. I feel like... My abs was going and something was happening to me. <sighs> yeah. I hope he's doing well. <laughs> I I hope he's having a great day. Um, yeah. Um, so, so back to the healing, um, to piggyback off that a bit. Another thing that we don't talk about is we don't really talk about trying to break your dry spell once you know what your pussy's worth. Like, once you've been purposeful with your pussy for a certain amount of time and you enter the phase of, oh, I want to get back out there. Like, it's hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. Shout out to Haitian Boss Genius. Just bought a badge. Thank you, baby. Um, Like, we don't talk about the struggles of trying to break your dry spell once you've been purposeful with your pussy for a long period of time. Like, in all actuality, like, I can't just give it to anybody. I can't just give it to anybody. This shit is like a holographic Pokemon card. I can't just throw it down all willy-nilly. Like, I have to make sure whoever I'm giving this to is deserving because now it's some special shit. 
It's been marinating in all the juices overnight, over months, maybe even over years, depending on what your journey is. You can't just give this up to anybody. And when I, when I, when I write this paper for American psychology, okay, this is what we need to talk about as well. Okay. We, we need to have these conversations. Like how do you decide who, who's good enough? How do you decide what the threshold is, what the boundary is? Like, damn, I feel like regardless of what you decided is, it definitely should have increased. Like whatever your boundary or your threshold or what your requirements were for before you started being purposeful with your pussy, it should definitely be different by the time you decided to jump back out there, hit up another pokey match, hit up another gym. Okay. <laughs> by the time you go to a new pokey gym, you should have different type of limits. Okay. I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it is a child's cartoon, but I feel like it's what's, what's special. A holographic Pokemon card is the only thing I could think of. It was like, yo, I can't just let anybody see this. I can't throw it down. Yeah. Like what's, what's something else special that we can use? Like, um, yeah, you can't just throw it down on willy nilly. I'm not tripping. Like that's the hardest part. And then you have to talk about, you being too hard on yourself and maybe feeling shame for giving it to somebody who you feel like didn't really deserve it. It's like, damn, I just did all that for no reason. And that's not to say that the person is a bad person. You're just being hard on yourself for no reason. Like these are the conversations that I want to have with women, with men, with people who are being intentional, with people who are dating for a purpose, for a reason, or even being selective with, you know, their body. Like I feel like these are the conversations we don't really have. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, you know what I mean? So you're being purposeful with yourself. You've done work on yourself. You're ready to get back out there. You go on a few dates and things are going well. Shout out to Sunny Boy 929 Just bought a badge. Thank you. And I hope you get your dick sucked. Um, I, That has nothing to do with what I was saying. I just felt like I want to bless you with that. And I hope you have that because you deserve it. <laughs> um, So you're being purposeful. You've done the work on yourself. You've healed. You're ready to move forward. You start hanging out with a few people, maybe one person, whatever your twist is. And now things are going well. Another problem that I feel like we don't talk about and we have to work through is once you find somebody that you like, you have to hope and pray that they know how to date a mom who's single. And I want to repeat that. Once you find somebody that you like and you want to move forward with, you have to hope and pray that they know how to date somebody who's a mom and who's single. Because being a single mom and being a mom who's single, two totally different fucking things. Like, two totally different things. 1,000%. 1,000%. And I know some of you are like, well, that doesn't make sense. It's that same thing. It's, it's just a single mom. It's just a, It's not, okay? Because... Being a single mom and being a mom who's single are two totally different things. Like some of y'all, some of y'all never met parents 
who are willing to put their child first over everything. And it shows because when you run into people like me or these other, you know, co-parents who are making it work and they don't have any issues, you automatically assume they fucking. If you run into co-parents who don't have any issues, you automatically assume they're still having sex. And it's like, no, we just decided to put our kid first. Like Father's Day was the other day. Y'all know I posted my baby dad. And I don't usually post him or my son like that. But, you know, I was feeling generous, whatever. In the mood, spirit moved me. Um, And first of all, I was a little taken aback by the boldness of you niggas talking about, well, why y'all just get back together since y'all, all right, nigga, damn. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa. But all that aside, like I, I run into a lot of men who are insecure with the relationship that me and my child's father have because it doesn't make sense to them. In order for us to be on good terms, we have to still be bumping bellies. No, no. Like, I'm sorry that you and your baby mom act like fucking uh, coyote and a roadrunner. That has nothing to do with me. I, I, I have nothing to do with that. I'm sorry for you. I hate you had to experience this. I have nothing to do with that. All right. Well, what I what I will want you. I feel like instead of focusing on if me and my baby dad are still fucking pay attention to the positives. I'm fine as fuck. I come with snacks and I always have kid free weekends, baby. You're missing your blessing. Okay. You're missing your blessing. I come with snacks and kid free weekends. You're missing your blessing, baby. You're not paying attention to the bigger picture. Like you, you still worry about some nigga who already hit already. Ew. <laughs> Where the fuck is your confidence? <laughs> like, no, no. And it's like either that or I'm assuming that the good relationship that I have with my child's father triggers something in you because maybe you didn't experience that or you're, you, you've you never seen it before. Or, you know, I'm just going to go back to what I originally said. You've never experienced it. So I think a small part of it, maybe even be a little bit of jealousy. Like it's insecurity. And then it's jealousy. Like, am I tripping for thinking that? <laughs> it really don't matter because you definitely played yourself. Like, I've had, like, I've, like, been at my son's baseball games and a man will, like, FaceTime me or something like that. Like, somebody I'm dating or something like that will FaceTime me. And if I turn to the left and have a conversation with, you know, my baby dad, guys will be like, oh, all right, then I guess I'll just call you back. Bro, come on. Come the fuck on. Like, you you, you act like we correlating plans to go to the orgy later. No. We're talking about this trash-ass baseball game. Like, get over yourself. Get over yourself. Like, and I'm also not that person where it's like, oh, you know, if we're dating, you know, I have to text my child's father separately or, like, you know, you, you I have to take the phone call in another room. Like, it's not that deep. But I will say one of the struggles that I do endure and encounter a lot. One of the struggles that I encounter a lot is just people who don't know how to date a mom who's single. For sure. For sure. Um, so we were talking about moving forward with your healing journey. Right. So. Say you don't have to encounter somebody, you know, who has children or, you know, insecure about you and your co-parents relationship, things are going well. Things are going swimmingly. 
Swimmingly, I say. So now we got one or two options. Once again, you've done the work. You've healed on yourself. You, you, you bossed up, leveled up on all four fronts. Things are going well with you and the person that you're dating. So there are one of two things that are about to happen. Either A, you're going to try to move forward. Or B, if it's not going well, you're going to end it, right? Y'all, finding someone that you're interested in, but they're still in their whole phase, is some of the most tragic shit I ever had to endure in my life. Golly, boy. Boy. Having someone that you really like, but they're still in their whole phase? Tragic. Tragic. I hate that for you all. I, I really hate that for y'all. Having someone that you end up really liking, but they're still in their whole phase, is one of the most un- unfortunate events in life. It is. It is. It really is. Because it's like, bro, can't you see I'm trying to love you, nigga? (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, it's not that hard. You're like, damn. Can't you see? Can't you see? I'm trying to love you. Golly, like, I'm trying to make sure you get your feet rubbed, your belly fed, and your dick sucked. Why you got to make it hard? I'm trying to make it hard. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, so Mr. Mel803 says timing is everything. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know y'all thought that pause was going to be some like, mm, some good shit in there. No, cause I don't care, bro. Like I don't care. And I think one of the reasons why I don't care is because I'm very, I'm at a space where, like I said, you know, I worked on myself. So I'm very intentional with what I want to do. So even before I start entertaining something, I'm like, yo, I'm looking for somebody who's done with the whole face. I'm dating with intentions. Being purposeful and pussy. I'm moving forward on a different level, right? And these men will be like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'm on that too. I'm on that too. Okay, so now we like each other. So we're going to move forward. Oh, no, you know, I just... I just don't think I'm ready for that. We just move so fast. And I just, you, you know, my grandma died. Nigga, that was five years ago. <laughs> that was five years ago. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Stop trying to play with me. Stop trying to play with me, okay? I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I can't stand it, all right? I say all this to say, liking someone who's still in their whole phase ass but you know what can you do what can you do what can you do honestly I'm always going to say put yourself first because realistically speaking we make jokes but there are some people who just aren't ready to settle down cool but if they choose to tell you that they are and string you along and now you are in a point where you know you caught feelings or something like that 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 shit that that shit. You don't have to wait for them to catch up and catch feelings because I feel like vibes don't never lie, right? Because if you if you honestly feel like you can vibe with me like this and find someone else that you're going to vibe better with or you can vibe with at the same frequency at the same time, crazy. Crazy. Professor Odie says, "If I find a good one like you, it's over for everyone." Ah, oh, the blue professor hush. Hush, hush, hush. Lies, 
Lies. Lies. Because that's what everybody say. And then they're like, oh, I'm just not ready to settle down. You ready to get your ass kicked? Because that's what's about to happen. <laughs> that's what's about to happen. Okay. Um, yeah. So you find somebody and you like them and they're not done with their whole face. Um, Hollywood 25 says, what about that? Those that are, but don't know how. Rashid Marcel says, everybody say that. And they be, <laughs> they be lying. <laughs> Um, when you say, uh, when you say, what about those that are, but don't know how, don't know how to get out of their whole face or don't know, I, what, what don't we know for the record? I'm a little messed up. I, I missed that point. Red wine dot. I said, I just came in here cause I knew you was going to be fine. You know, thank you. Um, I, I took a shower today. I don't know if you could see it. Um, but I took it to shower today. So yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I really don't know what you were talking about. Sunny boy nine two nine says it makes a person not put up with unnecessary wall. It, not, it makes a person not put up unnecessary walls for the next person trying to love them. Um, thank you. Stupid list fat boy. Y'all is crazy with these names tonight. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> um, so we talked about if you find somebody and they're not done with their whole face, right? So now I want to talk about what happens when, you know, you're dating somebody and it doesn't work out. And when I say it doesn't work out, I mean like you're still in that fresh talking phase and you just realize, I don't like this nigga, <laughs> all right? You go on a few dates, you hang out a few times, you have a few FaceTime calls, and then you say, I don't like this bitch. Right. So what happens? How do you cut that person off? How do you cut someone off who you've decided isn't a good match for you? You do not want to continue dating them. How do you do that? All right. So, y'all, I learned something about myself uh, earlier this year. Or was it last year? In the wintertime. I don't remember if it was last year or this year, but it was in the wintertime for sure. I learned something about myself because... When I decided I didn't want to talk to you anymore, I would usually take you out on a date and then tell you I didn't want to talk to you anymore, <laughs> right? At the end of the date. <laughs> okay, now in retrospect, in, in hindsight, in retrospect, I see where I could have done things differently. So sometime in wintertime, I had been dating this guy and I decided, you know, I just don't like where things are going. I'm not developing feelings for him romantically. So I take him out to eat and I ended up driving this day too. So I drop him off and as he's getting out the car, he's like hugging and he like tried to kiss me. And I was like, Oh, um, yeah, I just want to talk to you real fast. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> It's not funny, and I hope you're not listening, and I hope you're not in this lab right now. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, hey, you know, I just want to talk to you real fast, right? And I'm like, you know, um, I enjoy hanging out with you, but I just don't feel like my feelings are developing for you romantically. And, you know, I'm open to being friends if you want to, but if not, I understand. Just let me know. And <laughs> this nigga let me dead in my face and was like, you ain't have to wait to the end of the date to say that. Like, 
don't make me clock in and work a full shift and then fire me. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Thank you, Red Wine Donna. You just wanted another badge. Y'all, I didn't know. I didn't think of it that way. In my mind, I was doing a nice gesture. It was a nice dinner. I had him try oysters for the first time. It was great. I'm a <laughs> y'all. Y'all. So y'all on the live talking about damn and savage. I thought I was doing the right thing. Like, I thought this is a nice gesture. This is a great place to end this. I, th <laughs> I thought I was going to do a nice gesture for him. And we were going to be cool afterwards because he saw I'm a nice person. I didn't think of, bitch, why would you waste his time like that? <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, right. <laughs> he then waited like 15 minutes and called me. He was like, and let me just give you some advice. <laughs> Y'all. Y'all, I'm sorry. I know getting fired on your day off is crazy. <laughs> but getting fired at the end of your shift is even worse. And I know that now. I know that now. Growth, okay? We talk about healing. We talk about doing work on yourself. This is this is some of the stuff that I've done on myself. Hold on, let me check in with the live. Um, <laughs> BG8TZ says, you had boy worker full shift. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. God. <laughs> Chef Nightwing said horrible as timing. <laughs> Red Wine Dada says aphrodisiacs and dumping with a smile. Y'all don't got to act like that. A consolation prize says the blue professor. Yes. Oh, my God. Red Wine Dada said, so you gave this nigga a memory. I did pay. I don't know if I said that, but I did pay. Like, I took him out to eat. Yeah. <sighs> First of all, y'all know I don't mind paying for dates. Like, I'll take a nigga out to eat. I'll take a nigga to grab some drinks. Like, that that's nothing for me. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't mind spending money on men. I'm not that girl. So I took him out, and then I paid, and then I dropped him off at home. I drove, too. Like, I thought these were all, this, these are how you let people down. Like, I didn't know. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> no. I thought... I don't know. Hold on. Let me scroll back up because I felt like I missed a bunch while I was talking about the story. Um, Scott LaRock says, tell them straight up. Don't waste any more time. <laughs> Hollywood 25 says they're in between their whole phase and ready to commit, but scared because they have been played. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let me scroll back down. Scroll back down. Scroll back down. Um, <laughs> Ray Wandata says you drop this nigga off. <laughs> Rashid Russell says the dropping off at home is crazy. <laughs> Y'all, I'm sorry. Okay. If I want to do something nice for you, you don't have to drive all the time. I don't mind driving. Like, I feel like y'all are taking like me being considerate the wrong way. <laughs> hey, Hey, before you close the door real fast, this is done. I don't want to do this anymore. Like we're, we're, it's a dub. It's a dub. No, I didn't let him get a kiss. I didn't. But for the record, as a consolation prize, some might say, I did pick him up, I paid, I dropped him off, and I told him I didn't want to talk to him again. And But I gave him the option to be cool. 
And then he waited 15 minutes. He called me and cursed me the fuck out. And um, we didn't speak for like six months. And then I reached out to him for something professional. And then he reached out like two months later. was like, yeah, I think I'm ready to be your friend anymore. Well, I think I'm ready to be your friend now. Like, I don't like you anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Aaron Nash 73 said, you paid. Homie thought he was going to get some. No, he did. Oh, he probably did. He probably did. And honestly, that's what helped me realize it wasn't developing romantically. Like, we were on, like, date five or six. And I had no desire to, like, bust it open. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoyed myself. I had fun every time. And I was like, I think we could be friends. And I mean, like, actual friends. But I don't think we have the same feelings for each other. Because he was giving very much, like, let's try to sneak some kisses in. And I was giving very much, let's wait a while. <laughs> so that's how I knew. He's really nice, though. He's a really nice guy. Um, handsome ghost says respect is all we need. Not y'all money or sympathy. Cause in reality, y'all not doing us no favors. Okay. So first of all, I didn't do those things just because I wanted to stop talking to him. I do that for men anyway. He just happened to get a little extra with his date this time. And that was it. Um, <laughs> yes. Date five after day five. I knew I didn't like him. Cause sometimes you gotta be sure you gotta be sure. You got to be sure because I've been being purposeful and intentional with my dating. I wanted to be sure, like maybe now that I got this new uh, perspective and outlook, maybe my feelings develop a little bit delayed. So I had to be sure. And by date five, I was sure. Honestly, by date three, I had a pretty good, uh, I'm not going to hold y'all. This is a safe space. On date one, I knew. On date one, I knew. On date one, I knew. But I wasn't sure. But, like, when I got back to my car and I called my girlfriends, I was like, mm, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> this, this, this ain't going to work. This, this ain't going to work at all. But another thing that I learned on this fucking journey is you have to have the space and the time to develop and learn how to be alone, right? So for a long period of time, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be intentional. And it was like, okay, I'm not talking to fuck niggas no more. But now I'm entertaining people that I know I'm not interested in and I'm just using them as seat fillers because I don't want to be in the house by myself. So this was in between figuring that out. Um, I'm good now, though. I got it, y'all. I got it. Um, Sunnyboy929 said, how did you even make it to date six? I just said, whoa, Brian21 says, who paid and drove the other five dates? Um, I'm going to say he paid for three. I paid for two. So this was like the second day that I had paid for. Um, respect to you for the explanation. Thank you. Aaron Nash 73 says you sent homie home bricked up. No, I didn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, young handsome ghost said, but after date one or date two, if you don't see a man sexually pack him up. I know that now I know that now, but at that time I didn't, I didn't have that understanding. I didn't. Um, Red wine data says, keep that shit player. You ain't do nothing wrong, but you ain't doing right either. <laughs> you know, forget you guys. Uh, Ace billionaire 404 says, I can respect you trying to see it through. Got to see it through my boy. <laughs> Got to see it through my boy. All right. 
Um, Swish, Swisha Dave says, men know after the second date whether they finna take a shorty serious or not. Men know after the second date how long they're going to tolerate a woman and how far they're going to go. I really believe that. I really believe that. Because, like, there are some women that guys know I might fuck, but she's never going to make it out the friend zone. Like, I might let her suck my dick, but I'm never going to wife her. Like, I fully believe by date two, men know if they ever would wife somebody. Like, as much as y'all say, like, you know, women know uh, within 30 seconds if they're going to have sex with you or not. Men are a little slow. (laughs) So I'm willing to say by date two, a man knows if you're going to make it out the friend zone or not. And are you going to be able to tell all the time if you're not paying attention? No, because because some of them are real good at pretending. Listen, some of them are real good at pretending. So you really may not know. But trust me, he do. Um, as long as we can be raw with communication, uh, Yogi B206 says you're naturally hilarious. Keep doing you, baby boo. Thank you. And thank you. And thank you. Um, young handsome ghost said lady's going to skip over the part where she paid though. <laughs> um, shit. I know after the first date, mm, mm, y'all think date three, Hey snook. Um, you mean first date, bro? I don't know. Men tap in. Let me know. Like men tap in and let me know by date two. Do you know if a girl is going to move out of the friend zone or am I tripping? Is it really date one? Is it really when you get a phone number? Is it soon as y'all exchange social media? Like, when do you know if a woman is going to make it out the friend zone? I'm going to say date two. Alphys says it takes one date, week of steady convo, and seeing what her edges look like. You motherfucker. (laughs) I'm so sick of y'all. I'm so sick of y'all. I really, I was here with you, and I thought we were really about to make some points, some strides, like some good conversation. Why would he throw them edges in the end like that? You son of a bitch. God damn it. God damn it. Um, Red Wine Dada says, honestly, it depends on our mindset. I see a few date ones, date ones, date ones. Play it safe, date two. I don't know. I would say date two because I feel like everybody, like, women are, women are, 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 not even you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Women are finicky creatures. And how they are on day one, can be completely different than how they are on day two. Like, sis might be PMSing, okay? Sis might be going through her own stuff at her job. And that's not to say men can't either. But we tend to uh, absorb things of our environment a little bit more than men. So that's why I say, like, day two. Like, by day two, you're like, yo, is she really rude or was she just having a bad day? Like, is she really rude to all the waiters or was she just not having a good experience at this particular place? Like, I think... Date two is a, I do think that men have friend zones, right? Cause someone on the live said men don't have friend zones. They just have, we're only having sex. You're never going to make it to a relationship. Mm, I don't think so. There are some women that men will keep in their pocket because they bring snacks. They bring good advice. They are a reference. They have some type of value to them and it doesn't always have to be sexual, right? Like, And every once in a while, you might have to knock her off to keep her around sometimes. But she ain't going nowhere, but she's also never going to be your girlfriend. 
I think that that is very much a thing for men. Like, she ain't going nowhere, but she's never going to be your girlfriend. But you're also going to continue to reap the benefits that she has to offer. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing because I don't think it's no different than women who have men in the friend zone that they know are never going to be in a relationship, but they keep them around for advice, for a ride, for a meal. No judgment. I'm just saying I think it goes both ways. Like, there are some women that men know they are never going to be with. They are always going to be in the friend zone. And they know it, but they ain't going to get rid of them either. Like, okay. Um, Soka Smackdown said, I friend zoned a few. <laughs> uh, Reef Rose says, my business partners are my folks. Um... Friend zone and the sex zone is the same difference, says the blue professor. Um, yes, spice fit, spicy fit and cover. Yes, they bring snacks. Like sometimes that's all you need. You know, men are simple creatures. Sometimes all you do, all you need to do is like bring snacks. And it's like, oh yeah, come get on the roster. <laughs> what? You got the good fruit snacks? Not the Aldi kind? You got the good fruit snacks? Yeah, come on, bitch. I got a spot for you. Come get on this roster. Like, yeah, they, they don't require much. They're simple creatures. Bless their hearts. They're nice. Um, all right. So now we are going to get into the edible portion of the show. So the edible portion of the show is when I read questions and comments that you guys send in. If you ever have an edible and it's too long to fit in the prompt that I put up on Thursdays, you can also DM me at Stormy P or at Chocolate Chip and Sip. Or you can email inquiries at stormyp.com. Okay, so the first one. Uh, why is my coworker still trying to hit on me? And I told her black men don't cheat. I have a girl. I'm going to read it one more time. I'm going to read it one more time. I'm going to read it one more time. And I hope that you all know the reason, just like I know the reason. But I'm going to read it one more time, okay? Why is my coworker still trying to hit on me? And I told her black men don't cheat. I have a girl. She's still hitting on you because you're making her feel like she got a chance. Okay. She's still hitting on you because your words are saying something, but your actions are saying something else. Okay. You're too fucking friendly. <laughs> okay. You're too fucking friendly. You're too fucking friendly. Okay. And your girlfriend probably know it. That's why she don't like that bitch. Y'all be making it seem like y'all got these crazy girlfriends. But sometimes sis not crazy. She just picked up that that girl like you and that you dumb enough to make a mistake. Okay. And I feel like the same thing goes for men. Y your man don't think all your girlfriends are whores. Okay. But they know some of them got whore tendencies. Okay. And they don't want you to get swept up in that herd mentality. And now you got now you got whole tendencies, right? Or even that, like everybody like has experienced that type of like dynamic where your man is trying to tell you like, yo, he's trying to fuck. And like, oh my God, no. Sean, you're reacting. Brian is just a good friend. Brian will bust your booty hole open from here to the Mason Dixon line if he had a chance. Stop it, okay? Stop it. I feel like I want to go back to the coworker though. Because my man was confused as to why she still would be giving off such advances after he made it clear that he had a girlfriend. 
Because you're acting like you ain't got no fucking girlfriend, okay? Or you acting like, you know when you go out to the club and the girls be like shaking their ass and then they turn around and be like, let me stop, let me stop. That's how you acting at work. <laughs> that's how you acting at work. And that's why she don't care that you said you got a girlfriend, okay? Because she know one of these holiday parties, she going to catch your ass. <laughs> and that's just it. Um, Lady Bell said, bust your booty hole open. It's crazy. <laughs> but it's facts, okay? But it's facts. Um, Spicy Fit and Cover says, handshake and smiles matching too much. Like, what? Swisher Dave said, shorty, I got a girl. But if I ain't beat the Sonic coins out of you, what? 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 Reef Rose says, y'all get it twisted. Black men don't cheat. But niggas do. Mixed signals. <laughs> Mixed signals aren't for sure signs. Oh, my God. I, I agree. Like, I, I, I see that a lot of y'all is happening on common of some stuff that I was saying. But it's like, yo, you be giving her hope. And I don't know if you're just oblivious to you're giving her hope. But I guarantee your girlfriend don't like her. <laughs> I know it. I know she don't. Outfit says, just because I dress this way does not make me available. Clutch your pearls, king. Keep up the good fight. Fuck both y'all. Okay. <laughs> don't be encouraging that foolishness. Tell him to tighten up. Because that's what I'm going to tell you. Tighten up. Okay. You, you, you moving way too friendly out here. Tighten up. Um, next question. Uh... Oh, no, y'all can't hear me. Teddy Babu says, am I the only one who can't hear? Uh, Bricked Up T says, left my ass off. If he can't dead it, then he want to be single. Oh, no, they can't hear me, shot. Yeah. Wait, can y'all hear me now? Can you hear me now? What about now? It's still not working? Everybody talking about sound cut off anybody else? Okay, let me, let me, let me end it. I think it's because, um, I think it's because, uh, no, 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 um, my, uh, my low power drawing came on. Okay. Well, fuck it. We get in this shit now. <laughs> um, hey y'all, uh, listen, we, we, we going to wrap this up real quick, uh, because we do got to get on the road for Atlanta tomorrow. Atlanta, I can't wait to see y'all. Um, the SC content house is going to be crazy. And if you are coming, you guys can meet shot seven won't be there, but you'll be able to meet shot. He'll be the one looking very mean in the back and not saying anything to everyone, just running around like a chicken with his head cut off, making sure all the wires are connected and the lighting looks good and everything is going according to plan. And yes, and spent 11 hours on the road because we're driving all the equipment down. Yes. Uh, allegedly, uh, <laughs> he's a very professional guy. And if you know what that means, you know that they don't come off as the nicest. Um, but he is a really nice guy, mm, but don't forget y'all New York, August 6th, me and Ish from Isha heart out podcast. We will be at city winery and y'all get your tickets now because they will go fast. And city winery is not adding any more tickets. Click the link in my bio or go to stormyp.com. I can't wait to see you guys. And if you don't remember anything else, please remember this pussy is a holographic Pokemon card. I love you and I'll see you next week. Peace.